0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's
1: S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Acme Packing... Oh, are we recording? We are recording. I'm good. Welcome to the Acme Packing Company podcast feed. I am Justice Mosqueda. Uh, This is the Repack. I'm joined by Evan Tex-Westard. So people, Tex?
0: What's up, everybody? Long night, rough night, bummer tonight.
1: Yes. Um I've done it. I've updated the uh playoff pain rankings. This is what I have so far. <laughs> this is the last it, twelve playoff losses.
0: This this one I, I'm I'm just gonna before you even get there, like this doesn't even this barely registers. Like it's it sucks yes. right now. But compared to the rest of the stuff that we've been through in the last twelve, thirteen seasons, this is even close.
1: The uh, top spot, the uh, twenty fourteen NFC Championship game—a game I nope. will never forget. No I question. I will die. I will be on my deathbed thinking about that game. Yep. Uh, two twenty twenty one San Francisco, the um three. This one hurts me more than most people. I think losing to Eli after going twenty one and one.
0: The the twenty eleven season. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was that
0: one. That one was real, real rough.
1: That one I was like, we, I, I, I say jokingly, we will never die. I legitimately thought we would never die. I was like, this is, <laughs> we broke the sport. We did it. And it's never, we're never going to fall, fall on the sword. And then we lost. To I, fucking still, Eli. Uh,
0: I still think with that one, the whole Joe Philbin thing, like played into the entire emotional state of that team. Oh yeah. More than we realized way, okay. with his, with his kid, with his son passing away, like right before the game. So, and then he was taking
1: like head coaching interviews like right yep. then too, right? Like because they had yeah, that odds. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was just a weird a weird situation. But yeah, with with just sort of that weird emotional toll of of Joe's son passing away. Um that was that was pretty rough. But that one was a yeah a devastating loss coming considering what that team had done in the regular season.
1: Rumroll. Far from losing to Eli in overtime. This is probably higher for most <laughs> people. Ooh.
0: Yeah, that one's up there, especially being Farb's last game in Green Bay.
1: Five and six for me, both Arizona overtime losses. I know a lot of people don't think of it that way. <laughs> I get captured in the moment. We'll talk about that uh, later in this podcast. Yeah. Um, so those games, I'm living and dying with every down.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. And and 9 hurts worse for me than 15, personally. Just the way that that game went down and... and... Rodgers being, you know, going God mode in that game and Jamarco Finley going God mode in that game. I mean, the 15 game, the fact that they were even remotely in it was a miracle. And my biggest complaint about that game was that McCarthy didn't go for two at the end instead of sending it into overtime.
1: Seven and eight, both of the Kaepernick losses.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those those felt inevitable with the way the Packers couldn't defend a running quarterback, so.
1: Which it feels like it should be higher on this list, except for there's so many playoff losses. Which, like, yeah, one there's a lot to go through. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is like for us, right? Um, I think this is a product of being in the playoffs a lot of seasons. Um, yeah, if you if you make
0: the playoffs a lot, you're gonna lose in the playoffs a lot. Like that's what happens.
1: I have a 2020 NFC Championship game. I don't remember if that's the Bucs one or the San Francisco That's one. the Bucs. Yeah, that's Tampa. That's the Bucs. Yeah. Um. That one hurt. I,
0: that one. That one's a little higher, I think, for me. That's higher than either of the Arizona ones.
1: Yeah, I'm lower on me. that one generally because I went into that game thinking Tam- Tampa is built to beat us. Tampa is built to beat gotcha. us. Gotcha. Um, 19 NFC Championship games, so that would have been to San Francisco if I remember
0: that right yeah the one that Petten got run all over
1: yeah that one again is just predictable to me yep um then 11th 11th on the list since 2007 (laughs) that's where the San Francisco game registers for me the only one behind it is the 2016 NFC championship game which is the closest thing I've ever felt to a participation trophy (laughs) for an nfl football game that team did not deserve to be in the nfc championship and uh we survived i was on a plane watching it and i was like i can't believe i can't believe this like aaron ripkowski is really out here playing football games so that's the bar that
0: ripkowski ladarius gunter out there trying to cover julio jones um basically not having jordy for like most of that game because he got hurt in the giants game and yeah, that one that one they had no business being being where they were. And and that was you know, coming off the whole run the table thing too. Like that that team had no business being in the NFC championship game.
1: No. I tweeted about it. Uh three replies so far. Aaron Ripkowski fumble equals uh skull <laughs> emoji. And then two different <laughs> people talking about Ladarius Gunter having a shout out to Julio Jones. So yeah, there you go. Uh, yep. We got it. We got his official forty time for four point six nine. Um. Mm-hmm. So when I said I got carried, I get carried away during games, right? One of the things is I slipped into belief, and I, I actually don't think I was wrong for it. Like the this Packers team would. Looked good enough. This team didn't even play yep. well, and yeah. they were this almost is... good enough to beat the one seed.
0: Absolutely. Um, that's what's what's crazy to me about this game is is we we they showed us every reason to believe. Yep. Um, and the the somebody put it best that my buddy Jeremy put it best on Twitter. Like the difference in this game was that the Packers dropped interceptions and the Forty ers didn't. Like I mean, there were a lot they, of
1: differences. I mean, there were a lot of. I mean, yeah, you can
0: you can right, yeah, you can point to any number of things, but like, think if if Savage makes that pick, they probably win mm-hmm. this game. If if Nixon you know hauls in that pick, they at least have you know forty yards of field position that that flips and they're set up at the twenty five airline line. You know either of those plays goes the field goal, the you know one red zone opportunity goes the other way. There's it it feels like the the Seattle champ- NFC championship just in that there's so many different things that if one of them had gone right yeah they could yeah, have yeah. won this game um and all of them went wrong it's just in this case they didn't all happen in the fourth quarter like they did in 2014
1: <laughs> right right they just yeah i mean the team didn't score a touchdown until the third right because they yep. kicked the two field goals mm-hmm. despite getting into I still can't remember if it was in the red zone actually if they actually cracked the twenty yard line, but it was somewhere in that area. They um, did. Yeah,
0: all three of those those drives, the two field goals and then the um the fourth down spot I'm so mad refs, about that. Oh. oh I'm so mad about
1: that. And then they try to mess up the second spot on the uh-huh. push when it was obvious that he had yeah, gotten it. Made, and they finally made uh that.
0: made LaFleur challenge it for you know, waste a challenge on the one spot in the third quarter. Like, yeah. So,
1: geez. I mean, we're talking about dropped interceptions. We're talking about Brock Purdy not having a good game. I don't, I don't no. care that he won. I called him Matt Schaub mid game and pe- people were like, <laughs> you lost to Matt Schaub. I'm like, yeah, dude, we yeah, lost we... to Matt Schaub. And then people immediately yep. were like, we lost to Eli twice. Like, what does it matter <laughs> if we lost to Matt Schaub? Like, Eli is going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in part because he got past. Not only the Patriots, but also the Packers during those years. Uh Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean, the red zone woes, um, the turnover on downs, the missed field goal. That's going to be a big thing. I don't care. I don't care that much. Like, I I understand people are going to be mad about it. And I know Matt talked about it. And he's like, yeah, people are going to focus on it and stuff like there's so much stuff that happened in this game and there's so much work to be done on this roster that they need to get turned around if they actually want to be a championship caliber team. And they're close, right? Like they didn't even have a good game this game. Right. In my opinion, like the defense probably played a little bit better than I thought, but outside of that and Aaron Jones did well, but outside of that, I don't think this was a performance to write home about. And they almost beat the one seed at home. Mm -hmm. So like fixing the kicker situation Obviously, like, if the team is starting hot next year and they're, like, 6-0 and or something like that and they're still missing field goals, that's when you could probably say, like, okay, like, we got to start thinking about what we need to look like in January or something like that. This team finished the season 9-8. and Like, there wasn't a time for them to be like, hey, let's add more competition to the kicker position. They cleared the runways for Anders to get all of these reps through the entire summer and everything else. It's too late by the time that they, you know, clinch the playoffs and stuff to bring in another person for that kick, that snap hold kick operation. Like, yeah, I'm just, I could not be bothered by it. Couldn't be bothered. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, this again, this is the season where we fully expected this team to take its lumps and go through a whole lot of growing pains. And, it just so happened that, you know, the offense went through all of those growing pains in like the first 11 weeks of the season and then figured it all out on Thanksgiving <laughs> or like a week or two before Thanksgiving and then just cook the rest of the way. Like there was no, it, it's so weird to come out of this game feeling so deflated when we went into the season with like no expectations for, for what yeah. this team was going to do and, and to just, you know, be, be, my my takeaway from this season, this is this is what I'm going to try to make you know make sure I remember taking away was, you know how fun this stretch run was, and the fact that like we did it again and we found our quarterback like that is the yes. important thing from this season. It's don't we we can't be we can't dwell on this loss too much because this team was never supposed to be in this position because it was always supposed to be about 24 and 25. And the fact that they were even in, in the playoffs at all, let alone playing in a divisional game um, is astounding to begin with.
1: Yeah. The future is bright. I'm again, I'm not that worried. i rattled off all the losses, right? Like this 11th out of 12. And the other one was a participation trophy game. What um, he missed a field goal too, by the way, and he was drafted in the third round. So like, there's a lot of turnover at kicker. Like, I, it, if you functionally look at like kicker, it's kind of hard to find one right now because a lot of guys are aging out, and then the guys coming in need development, which is what we're trying to do, right? Like, we exactly everyone. I mean, there's a guy with Carlson's last name who the Vikings cut bait on basically, like literally one year too early, mm-hmm. and then Passi fixed him, and now he's an All Pro. Like, I'm okay with just waiting another half season. And then if he sucks in the first half of the season, okay. Like this team is, if the team is, if the team needs a kicker to get them over the edge and make them like this, uh, like a legitimate contender, I'm cool with cutting bait on a rookie or a young player at that Mm -hmm. point. But like right now, like there wasn't a reason to, and the timelines never worked out. So yeah, yeah, he was shaky so what Moody missed a field goal too. like, there's other things that could have happened in this game. Um, yep. Where do we oh. go from here? Aaron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a strike I mean, for Aaron Jones. Congrats. Five,
0: five straight man. Five straight hundred yard games. I think I saw in the broadcast. That's a Packers team record. Nobody's ever done it in five, five games yep. in a row. Yep. Um, granted it took a you know that fifty three yarder in the fourth quarter to to get there but that was a that run was a thing of beauty um I just yeah that that one was that was funny because i i I said and I tweeted like please give me a six six minute touchdown drive and then he busts off a 50 yard run right off the bat I'm like all right we're not gonna get the six minutes but let's get in the end zone and then obviously you know happen but um yeah he's he's coming back one way or another next season I don't think there 100%. can be any any question about that just just the spark that he's brought to this team in this last five weeks or so um the the dynamic running and and just just it make making the offense look like a completely different animal when he's out there and he's healthy and he's right so he'll be back. They're, they'll figure out a way to 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 get him back and work out the cap situation. I have I have no doubt of that at this point.
1: What, um, how Jones was able to get a bunch of yards on this Niners team is a topic that Kyle Posey and I talked about on Intercepted this week. Um, Kyle was really worried about pen and pull stuff and with San Francisco specifically, and that's a lot of. Green Bay's run game. I mean, that was something that – it wasn't something they added this year, but it was something that they added last year. Stenovic's yeah. first year as the offensive coordinator. Before then, the Packers were basically just a big zone team, and they did run a ton of zone against the Dallas Cowboys last week. But it was nice having those plays and those reps in this game. Uh, San Francisco likes to line up with wide nine uh, edge defenders. And if you don't know what that means, it's basically like count players inside out even numbers are on their helmets, right? So head up on a center would be a a zero tech, head up on a guard would be a two, right? And then outside shade is uh, an odd number, right? So a shade on a defensive tackle would be a one, a shade on a guard would be a three tech, right? Nine is basically like, Outside of, like, a wing tight end, right? And Mm -hmm. even if there's not a wing tight end and a tight end on the field, they will line up that wide. Well, what does that do? That gives you really good angles to rush the passer. But at the same time, that's a lot of space if you want to have a kick out and an insert block on the inside. And that really helped them out in the pin and pull game. Um, I thought the offensive line... Oh, good.
0: I, I was gonna say one of the keys to that, to me, was the receivers blocking down on Dude, the defensive Wicks. ends. Wicks was a was a, a, a menace. Um, Watson had I mean, a couple too. Watson, yep, yep, yeah, those two guys, especially on those pin and pulls were were just beaten up, like Bosa and, and Chase Young. I mean, each of them had a couple of great blocks on those um, on those runs. So, and
1: that's you know, something having, Watson hasn't always been the best at. Like for yeah. for all that we talk about, you know, Watson high weight speed all that stuff as a blocker there's a lot of times where it felt like watson didn't realize how big he was and if he can start doing some of that stuff and be a speed guy i mean that opens up a lot in the offense like we just saw yeah. where they they don't realize you know it's not obvious when alan lazard has walked down into like a tight end position or something like that right yep. Where everyone in the stadium is probably guessing run um Defensively, I guess Kittle bit us in the ass a couple times. Like McCaffrey had a couple plays, but like that was kind of expected. Mm-hmm. Um, for all the, the one, talk the... about all these threats, like, didn't really bother. Like, the wide receivers didn't do anything crazy outside of the one, like, long Jennings pass that he, like, caught over the middle, right?
0: McCaffrey was a non-factor in the passing game. I mean, he had 12 targets, but he only caught seven of them for a total of 30 yards. Like, in his long yeah. reception was nine yards. I know he ended up, you know, with almost 130 yards from scrimmage, but aside from really the big touchdown run where he just broke a Darnell Savage tackle in the hole, I mean, that was a huge hole on that play too. So yeah. um, outside of that, like, it didn't feel like he was really killing this defense, and like Ayuk didn't do much. Debo barely played because he was banged up. Right. So yeah, I mean Kittle was was
1: kind Kittle, of big. It, Kittle, one it, of it, them was just busted coverage. It really uh-huh. did seem like was that it, was the that touchdown. the touchdown? Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Where Johnson, Anthony Johnson, the safety drops down, and he's supposed to be the single high safety. He's the whole. He's the whole player. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't.
1: Or he's the the post player. I I don't understand he must have thought it was a different play call. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that can come to mind with the way that he jumped the solo side and just did not care about playing over the top. And then both Jair and Savage were like, what What the hell? What the hell was yep. that? So s- something weird happened there. Either yep. it went totally off the rails or he got in the wrong call. And maybe it was a check thing. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, I mean, on the defensive side, there are certainly things that were frustrating. His uh, name goes Devondre by Campbell. Devondre Campbell. And <laughs> the other guy is uh, Simone Biles' husband. Um, after, yeah. after the game in the presser, Matt LaFleur said a couple things. One of the things that he said was, like, this whole team isn't going to be back together next year. So, like, I want them to, like, enjoy their last time in the locker room together and all that stuff. You look at their contracts. A lot of these guys are young guys, like. There's not that many guys that they can move on from. Um, Two of those guys are Owens and Campbell, potentially. Yeah. And at this point, man, like, unless Campbell is playing through a knee or an ankle or something like that that we don't know of. He did that last year where he, he brought up the fact that he played through an injury that was undisclosed. Right now, he's being listed with a neck, which I understand, like, a scary injury. Sure. I don't yeah. understand how that would impact your lower body. It doesn't seem like he has the legs anymore. I mean, it feels like uh, the last year of, like, Adrian Amos, right, where we yeah. kind of all looked around and were like, all right. <laughs> they didn't do it's the time. thing where they usually let a guy go a year <laughs> early, right? Like, oh, they're a year late on this one. Um, But but it's and, time.
0: And that one's tough because is still signed for another three years. And – Like he, the Packers almost never June post June 1st cut a guy. He might be the one where it makes sense because the way his contract, I pulled it up here. I mean, he's, he's going to have a cap hit or he's due to have a cap hit of $14 million next year. He's got a roster bonus of three mil, basically the first day of the league year. So obviously they'll make a, a decision before then, but they've kicked the can on so much of his bonus and stuff that, like if you cut him and just cut him outright, that's an eleven and a half million dollar dead cap in twenty twenty four. Eat it.
1: That's gonna help like, you more in yeah.
0: You'll you'll save a little bit of space because right. You I mean is it fourteen? So you save about two and a half million dollars in cap space. I don't know. I mean, y- you you do it one way or another. I could see them doing a post June one, and then that way you know they take three three and a half four million in twenty twenty four, and then kick another eight million to twenty twenty five. Maybe, I don't know, but
1: I mean that's one way where if, you don't have to do another restructure of Aaron Jones or something like that. Right. They're going to have to do they're yeah. going to have to play some sort of games. I'm not really too worried about it. I think what it boils down to is just the there. straight cash that DeVondre is getting. And you cannot say that you want to pay that eventually, doesn't matter when the payment comes. That that yeah. money should not hit the salary cap for the Packers for whatever he's going to bring to the table in 2024. A-
0: absolutely. Happens. Right now, I mean he's he's scheduled to make roughly ten million dollars in cash
1: in twenty twenty four. That not is not that, happening. He's not right. worth that. He's yeah. not. Um so I don't know if that means you know, McDuffie starting, he definitely got more burn uh mm-hmm. down the stretch. Um I don't know if that means they go to the well and look at the uh the draft. I know last time I checked at least there was not a first round pick. Uh, who's expected to come out in the draft um at the linebacker position. I actually just wrote up all the uh guys who declared for the NFL draft. So I will be looking at that for, in a second. Uh and I just I just
0: pulled up the list of free agent linebackers in the 2024 class. There's like
1: three good linebackers in the NFL, I'm telling you. Yeah.
0: I mean, like you're looking at Devin White who's you know, coming off a big deal. Levante David, who's old. Bobby Wagner, who's old and bad. Um, Josie Jewell from the Broncos. Like, Frankie Luba from the Panthers. I, it's it's rough out there in, in the free agent linebacker market, too.
1: So. Here are yeah. all the underclassmen, mm-hmm. off-ball linebackers, who declared in this draft. Jeremiah Trotter, Jr., ranked uh, 52nd. He's gonna oh, be that a popular makes me guy. Feel old. Holy yeah, he's crap. gonna be he's gonna be a popular guy. Do you know uh, Drake Dre Kirkpatrick has a son who from yes. Alabama? That's <laughs> the one that's that's the one that's the leaderboard for me right Man. now. Yeah. Uh Junior Colson, the linebacker out of Michigan, he's ranked uh ninety-third. And then Trevin Wallace, the linebacker from Kentucky, who's ranked 180th. Um we did pretty good drafting a uh late round prospect who declared early out of Kentucky last year in uh, in Valentine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe he's the guy. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's going to be a lot of linebacker talent in this draft. They might have to develop a guy. They might just say, we're going to ride with McDuffie in the short term. Um, the other position, I think, that there is plenty of room for growth is at safety. And then at yeah, that yeah. point after that, I think you're backfilling at probably um, the offensive line positions to mm-hmm. – you know, just add competition there. You're backfilling at, you know, running back, you're backfilling probably elsewhere in the secondary, maybe at outside linebacker at this point, because they didn't seem to think yeah. enough of Brenton Cox to actually play him in this game. And um, you know, King's Anacbar isn't gonna start the season on the on the fifty three man roster, I assume, unless, you know, he comes back from a you know, has a hell of a recovery plan from his ACL injury. So yeah, draft season baby. But there there's plenty of ways that this team can get marginally better and then, you know, mm-hmm. you figure, hey, half of this team is like 23 years old or younger, so I assume exactly. they're going to take another step.
0: Yeah, you're you're counting on a lot of development coming and um certainly a lot of these these rookies taking second-year jumps, the second-year guys taking third-year jumps, um you know, I'm I'm still ecstatic to see what the the tandem of like Tucker craft and Luke Musgrave can do in years two, three, four, you know, of their rookie deals. Um, And obviously, you know, love taking hopefully another step in in his second year starting. So there's, there's every reason to be um, excited about the direction of this team. They just need to make sure to your point, they they shore up a couple of those holes, especially on defense um, where there's some clear talent deficiencies.
1: Yeah. It's time. It's time. It's time to address safety. You guys didn't do it last year. Um, Linebacker is a situation where I understood them running it back, right, because you're like, okay, Devondre was hurt. But now if it's just he's hurt all the time, call it. What do you do? do do? Yeah, it's time. (laughs) And if you're going to – all right, here's where we get into the second thing that Matt said. If you're going to be running this defense, right, and you're just going to be running this defense back – you got to have better players for coverage than what we have right now, especially a linebacker. Like they're just not yeah. good enough at coverage at linebacker to be able to play this way. Um, what Matt said was that. Um, be prepared. Fan- folks. Fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic is the was the word used on the defense. I think Joe's coming back guys. He's um, coming back. I don't think there's been any indication from Matt that he wants to move on from Barry, even when the team was struggling. Didn't want to last year. Um, got an opportunity to say, you know, hey, our defense crapped the bet and we gave up a fourth-quarter lead. Didn't. Said the defense played fantastic even though they gave up, what is it, 24 points? Not that much, but, like, you also gave up, like, like three, in a In a bad 350? Brock
0: Purdy game, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Guys, just. I'm telling you, I know, I know you guys don't want to hear it. I know you guys are going to take it out on me for saying but, it, but,
0: but prepare yourselves.
1: Yeah. I'm just calling it as I see it, man. I, uh-huh. I think, I think he's coming back. Um, What else do we have to touch on? I guess we should touch on the love play at the end. Um,
0: Yeah. Tom Clemens is going to be real fucking play real disappointed about that
1: one. Yeah. Just a dumb Oof. throw. That's when you remember you're like, yeah. you're like, cause I, I, for like 30 minutes, I'm like, why the hell did he throw that? Uh huh. And I, I was talking to some national writers and like, he's 24. Yeah. That's like, he's still a kid. Like he thinks he's capable of doing these things. And then in the presser, he said, you know, I really try to force it in double coverage. And then I didn't see the backside guy. It, was, it ended up being triple coverage. That third guy ended up making the play. Um, yeah. Before then, I thought in terms of the processing, he was doing a pretty good job. I mean, mm-hmm. even in that two-minute drill, he hit he hit the curl, um, against quarters, you know, up the left sideline to what who was it, Dobbs? And then yep. he threw like read, one of yeah. the more confident passes I've ever seen in my life, where he tries to fit it over a defender, under a defender, to a receiver, and Dobbs, I think it hit Dobbs's hands. I don't know got if it, got his f-
0: fingertips on it, yeah. That's a tough one to give a drop for, but um,
1: but yeah, yeah I that mean, was, a, was that
0: was a ballsy throw.
1: He was trying, like he was yeah. confident.
0: Um, it, yeah, that the
1: throw that one away. Yeah,
0: that one. That the, the other, the other pick, right? That was a good decision, bad throw. You know, behind craft. Yeah um yeah two really bad balls
1: short it was that one and then the 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 jones Jones one one.
0: yeah the third and two that one i think he said something about like they've got mixed up on you know where jones was supposed to settle down and he expected him to be a little more towards the middle of the field so like you know well miscommunications kind of happen there's also the
1: hospital ball yeah the the one to the doc play the doc play yeah that was a little
0: rough but yeah the 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 pick, I, I, I just keep watching it back in my head and just being like, it's first and 10, just fucking throw the ball away.
1: That's just a just, young kid. Just
0: chuck it out of bounds. And yeah. you know, that'll be, it's any other time, right? Like you can, you can chalk it up to inexperience, move on and move on to the next week and, and use it as a learning experience. It just sucks that that happens to end a playoff game. Well,
1: guess what? I bet you he doesn't make that mistake again. That's because he's yeah. going to be sitting his ass at home next week. Thinking like, and, gosh, dang it. I could have had, I could, uh-huh. I had three more shots. Yep. I had three more shots at it. If I just threw this thing away.
0: And again, I mean, how many times have we heard Tom Clements, you know, the quarterbacks coach talk about the, the cardinal sin of quarterbacking, right? Throwing late across your body over the middle of the field. Yeah. So that's obviously that's, that's what he did and i think you're right i don't i don't don't think we'll see that again in you know a late game situation like this from him at least not like that
1: uh let's take a break get into vibe checks already. yeah
0: another day is here and you're ready for it
1: what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help pretty good. I think I think they did a better job of stopping the pass rush than I thought. Um mm-hmm. again, you know, Love had his little up and down stuff. Jones had a really good game. I think the run game overall had a really good game. Emmanuel Wilson gave us a couple plays. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know where I would go. I mean, I guess let's think about this like moving forward, right? Um, yeah. Not even just in the context of this game. Moving forward, the team needs to figure out what their offensive line is. They right. need to get another running back because Emmanuel Wilson did give us a little bit today. Um, but I don't know that you want to go into the season with him as your RP 2 Right. But they're stocked at tight end. They're stocked at receiver. We have our quarterback. So that's, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah. I think... Um... Yeah, the interior offensive line, yeah, there's some question marks there. Center, right guard, you know, what are you doing at that right guard spot? Um, Jenkins, want to
1: see, or... see Jenkins bounce back here next year. Yep. Hopefully he's not De- pushing through knee stuff.
0: Definitely. Um, I don't think you're in a position where you have to take a tackle early. I think you've seen enough from Rasheed Walker on the left side, you know, that that there's – there's at least a you know reasons for for optimism on him, and obviously we you know we think Zach Tom is is a guy that you can count on on the other side. I'd Be interested to see if you know maybe there's any thought to flipping those guys next season, just with with Tom's athleticism. But um maybe I'm kind of getting getting a little out there with that one, but um you know and probably some depth at tackle would be good. That was that was almost a problem tonight, right? So Tom Tom goes down. Um, Yash Nyman comes in. Obviously, Nyman's a free agent this offseason. Looked like Walker was going to be going out for, for a hot second and Rice Newman was lining up, uh, practicing on, uh, on the sidelines. So, um, certainly want to add some depth there, I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, starting, starting lineup wise, your starting 11 feels, pretty good for the most part. Like I said, you got maybe one spot at that right guard to figure out, but yeah, you, you got to feel solid across the board. And pretty much all these guys are young guys. And um, yeah, you can count on some development through through to next year. So the the arrow is definitely pointing up overall, I think, on this this unit.
1: Yeah. Get him running back. Maybe yep. running back in the future because Jones is good for next year. And then that's the last year that he's under contract. Right. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, we've talked about kind of, you know, he hits 30, what time does he hit 30? Is it next, next year, middle of next season, something like that. And, and I know kind of the way they've, they've conserved his, his rep count over the years and his carry count um, probably gives him maybe an extra year or two beyond your normal starting running back. But, you know, at some point that tread's going to, going to be worn down on the tires and, and that's probably after the end of next season. So, yeah, finding a finding someone you can work in is a a long-term answer. I think has definitely got to be part of the equation.
1: So, okay, running back, get some offensive line depth or mm-hmm. competition, maybe not maybe not depth, but just add some competition. Yeah. Feels like in 8-9. I mean, we have a quarterback. Yeah. 9. nine? <laughs> like that's
0: like a, a quarter you know having the quarterback is literally like seventy five to eighty percent of the equation.
1: Yeah, that's and like four points. That's a, like at least. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. Defensive side of the ball. Here's where I think we can do some work. Mm-hmm. Um Brooks played well today, by the way. Yeah. Brooks Brooks. Yeah. He had a nice the, game. Yeah. The most unfortunate thing is that the the plays that Brooks was winning as a pass rusher were also the plays that Brock Purdy was getting the ball out the fastest. So it just didn't matter. But if you play that game again with the the wins that Carl Brooks was having up front, I think there's a lot more pressure generated. I don't think the edge rushers were getting as much as those interior guys. Kenny yeah. Clark, hell of a game! Oh. Hell of a game! Man. Um, wouldn't yeah, hasn't done was... much this season, but got got a block.
0: I think the we talked about it in the halftime spaces though a little bit about Rashawn Gary and sort of a yeah. little bit of a disappearing act after he signed his big deal made pressure rate is down. I think I saw someone say he only had a, a half a sack over the last eight games of the season, including the playoffs. Yeah, he's and always been a
1: streaky guy with sacks. Yeah, right? he
0: he is, but but even just his pressure rate, you know, being down, you know, that's that's not good enough. I don't know if. I don't know if he got worn down if it was a case of because of the ACL coming in this season maybe he maybe he wasn't able to condition the way he normally would in the off season and he got worn down towards the end of the season maybe I, I don't know I I don't like to cast dispersions on guys you know when they sign a big deal and and play kind of drops yeah, off that's always a tough one it... to me
1: I don't think it's. I don't him.
0: think he's the kind of guy that that. Yeah. That's, that's likely to to be the case for him, right? Just just his personality, his his mentality, and everything. I don't think that's that's him.
1: Everyone's like he's like hardworking psycho, so I I right. wouldn't expect that it's that. I I just think it's more of kind of a product of who he like. He matches up well against some teams. He doesn't match up well against yeah. other situations. We never had like the. Or not that I could remember. I mean, one of my big worries was that Rashawn Gary was just going to get put in a bind as the open guy, you know, on the backside of zone runs and having a boot and all that stuff. I don't, I can't remember how many times people got loose because of that. So yeah. that's one benefit, you know. Thanks Shanahan uh, for that one. But like we're yeah. we're looking at all these levels, right? So. Outside linebacker, who's going to be the fourth guy in that rotation? I assume Preston's going to be back. Maybe that's not the situation, but I assume that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I think so. With Enigbare probably starting on pup uh, to to open up the season, the linebacker, the inside linebacker situation with Devondre Campbell. Um, interior line, I still feel like they could probably add some more guys like. Okay, Wyatt's a good pass rusher, but he can't really play rundowns. Um, Wouldn't Slayton? Why aren't people like we couldn't draft a guy to push one of those, right? Like, yeah, maybe off I, the I, roster. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, I do think Slayton had a, a, a pretty solid year in his first year as a starter, at least as a run stepper, right? He's clearly yeah, a first and that's second what, down guy.
1: That's what I mean. But, it's like he's a, he's a situational guy. If you want to run, yeah, three, yeah, if you want to run three. And you make Wyatt and Slayton one <laughs> one one guy, they're each a right. half a guy. Like, yeah, that makes that's more true. sense to me.
0: Yeah. You've got you've really got the one complete defensive lineman in Kenny. And that's been the case for, you know, basically okay. most of most of his career. Brooks, are we Bay. sure
1: Brooks is the second best defensive lineman on this? He team. might be. He might be. I know this the like PF and stuff doesn't like it. They don't like Kenny either. Yeah, you can't tell me know. Kenny's not playing out of his mind right now. He's a
0: beast today. I mean, Kenny's been runs, playing
1: very good football.
0: He was running stuff down five, years, five yards down the field on the outside today, yeah. and now he he had he Dog had a great finish to the season into the backfield. Yep. Yeah.
1: So, like, they can kind of add competition basically everywhere. Cornerback is maybe one where you're only looking at depth. Mm-hmm. Like you still get Jair, you still get Stokes, which I understand is like the mystery box. But like, you have Valentine. If Stokes doesn't work, if you keep Keisha on, he's going to be playing in the slot again. So you're yeah. talking about like pushing Robert Rochelle or Corey Valentine with the draft pick. That that feels like depth to me more than yeah real competition, you know. So, but everywhere else, I could see them turning the draft pick on defense, which is I know. Packers fans love to hear <laughs> is that hey, def- defensive draft pick in the first round is a possibility. Yeah, I mean,
0: look, I'm just looking down the the list of free agents on this team, right? So yeah, you've got Savage, Owens, Ford, all those guys at safety are are free agents. You got Keyshawn, um, and and even looking out ahead one year, and he's in his last year of his deal in 2024. That might be one where and, and he's got a huge cap hit too. I won't be surprised if they restructure Kenny's deal, give him an extra, you know, like extra couple of years to defray some of that cap cost because
1: he's gonna, Kenny is he's the gonna guy cost I'm a like, lot of money. He's the guy I would want to know what his number is. Right? We're like, Hey, yeah. what what works for you? Right? Like we want to <laughs> yeah. give you a three year extension. You're playing pretty well. I don't think we can give you the money that you got last time. But like, right. what's a number that works for you? And then you get an mm-hmm. answer there and it's, it's yes or no. Um,
0: yeah. They got to do something because again, for better or worse, you know, his cap hit was 13 mil this year. It's going to, it blows up to $27 million next year. They got it. Yeah. They're
1: going to do something.
0: <laughs> he's, he's owed, he's owed more than 16 million in cash. So something will have to happen with that. Um, And I can't see them just dumping into void years. I think they're going to, um, I, I think a, uh, a two-year extension to take him, you know, put him on a three-year deal makes sense to me.
1: By the way, Ian Rappaport uh, broke the news. That was the most obvious thing in the world that the Packers are going to try to talk to Jordan Love about an extension this spring. (laughs) Um, He can't sign a contract until May. So it's like the week after uh, the draft because he signed a one-year extension this year. That's part of like the CBA and all that. Um, But yeah, I mean... Toy, I could I could have yeah. told you that. And hey, i hey I had no inside <laughs> info on that one. Um, defensive vibes.
0: There's a lot of unknowns, man. I think that's where I'm at. I'm like a
1: like a five, maybe.
0: Yep. Yep. That's... Like how
1: how many how many guys are you? Or do you for sure know are going to start on this team next year on defense? Yeah. I mean, Kenny.
0: Kenny, Rashan, Jair,
1: Qu- Quay is going to start.
0: Quay, whether you yeah. like
1: it or not, Quay is going to start. Yep. Jair is going to start.
0: I'll, I'll say Jair because I don't believe any any anything that he's you know any of the the potential talk that they might deal him no. or anything. I think that's that's gone.
1: So we're at four. Four. <laughs> And the next yeah, guy is are... probably like Preston, and then like even yep. that's a question mark, right? Yeah. All the defensive Preston. linemen, I wouldn't be surprised if they were starters or on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, Valentine,
0: like even that, you know, with Stokes, who knows Stokes, what they're yep. going to do there. Again, the safeties are all free agents. So, yeah, yeah you got four, like guys. four guys. You <laughs> get a lot of turnover. <laughs>
1: it's like four guys and then a bunch of guys that <laughs> I've shown some flash, but you got to yeah. see a little bit more out of. I want to see more out of Brooks. That's yep. my pet project that will be spreading Brooks propaganda <laughs> the entire offseason and the preseason. Um yeah, I feel like five. Five at the most. Feel, yeah. How I feel about the defense moving forward. Would <clears throat> would news comes out, it breaks. You wake up in the morning, Packers have fire, Joe Barry. How surprised are you? I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be Extremely. shocked. Extremely. I'd be, yeah.
0: I, I, I would, based on Matt's comments today, I, I would be shocked. That's I shocking. would not be disappointed, but I would be shocked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, Yeah, I just, calling it like I see I, yeah. I think he's coming back. And I know you guys are going to be pissed about it, but it is what it is. Um, Special yeah. teams. Anders, get your mm. shit together. Waylon is pretty good, I think. Orzic had Keyshawn. a weird snap.
0: Yeah, Keisha Keyshawn, man, making us you know the the, the thrilling return and then giving us a heart attack and thank thank the maker for Eric Wilson just sprinting in at a full a full sprint and falling on that football man.
1: I had someone ask me if I wore an Apple Watch. I don't wear an Apple Watch. I don't wear a watch because I have a phone that tells me what time it is. Uh but someone texted me and said, I'll give you twenty dollars if you if you send me your like uh your like heart rate data after that fumble. Oh so. man,
0: I should see if I can. I got a Fitbit. I should see where my mine ended up on that whole sequence. Holy crap!
1: The returners? Not worried about the returners. No, no. Jaden Reed. I don't know how much longer you are gonna be returning putts, buddy, because you are really important yeah. to the offense, and that's mm-hmm. usually how this works out. Like Christian McCaffrey returned kicks when he was a uh, rookie with the Panthers. You know what he doesn't do anymore? Return <laughs> kicks because he's too important. So like
0: Randall Cobb had two years, I think, returning kicks on a regular basis for the Packers before he became too big a part of the offense. So, yeah, yeah.
1: I think, I think we're limited on the Jaden Reed punt stuff, which, yeah. to me, if you want to have Keyshawn do it, that's cool with me. Just don't have him have his eels at the 10 yard line <laughs> and he doesn't get a move back from there. Yeah. Um, and he really doesn't get to catch things over his shoulder, over his head. Yeah. nuts, psycho. Um, I think you got to look at uh, kicker and long snapper Yeah, kicker. I don't know how much that's like an off season thing, or if that's just like, if he's not, if we're in week six next year and the team is like four and two and better, that's probably when you need to have that conversation. The Orzic thing. I'm not (sighs) evaluating long snappers. (laughs) I'm going to be totally (laughs) honest. I don't know what, his rate looks like, but he didn't seem to have a great game today. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be like, okay, we could probably get better here. Then,
0: Yeah. The second, the second snap, the second field goal um, was the one I think on the right hash that Willen had to scoop up off the turf and Anders kind of had to slow his approach down a little bit. And thankfully it was a, a fairly short kick. So he was able to, to make it work, but yeah, that one skipped in, and and that's not something you can you can have happening at this point. So I think that's an easy place to to circle for for improvement. And I mean, if I'm if I'm the front office, I'm at the very least, you know, bringing in some something real as far as competition goes at kicker in the off season. Um, I I don't know. I, at least at least push him a little bit.
1: Ah, maybe, but like you want him to get the reps, right? If yeah. you want him to get better, you have to give him the reps. So, like, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, give him the full runway, give him the summer, give him a month and a half. And then if we're still here after a month and a half, yeah, pull the cord. That's fine. I'm okay with like, I'm okay with having a line in the sand and saying enough is enough with a young kicker. <laughs> I just like, you got you're not at that chance. line yet. Yeah. Cause if not, yeah. then just go sign a kicker. Like go, go get whoever's like, I don't know who's available, but.
0: Yeah. To your point. It's not like, it's not like you have to work a kicker in any sort of game plan or anything. I mean, they're not even really the, the ones, how long does it take to get a kicker worked into the, the actual kicking operation, right? That's more on the snapper and the the putter to, to get that sorted
1: out. So yeah. I'm like, how long does it take? Like three weeks? Okay. He's ready by mid season than if we pull, pull the ripcord in week six, so yeah, and I feel like half the time you get better kickers in season than you do yes. in the off season. Like think yeah, about these the... teams that were scavenging for punters. Like Pat O'Donnell just became available at cutdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't in the free agency market. So like, yeah, if you're looking for league average, I could find you league average. So it's <laughs> probably not going to come until September. Sure. Um Special teams vibes moving forward. You got plenty of special teamers on this team. Rich is going to have his dudes.
0: I'm still like five. I guess the
1: one, the
0: one question I've got is, is these units were, were pretty bad for much of this season. A lot of penalties early penalties is
1: the biggest thing. Yeah.
0: Penalties. And then obviously, you know, all the misses on PATs and and field goals and stuff. Um, is that enough? Because I think there's going to be some calls for Basachie to go, just based on the rankings not, and kind of where everything happening. fits. I don't think he will. I think, yeah. I think he's. I mean, I don't think he's going anywhere.
1: You just but... had a 70 yard return, the second longest return in Packers <laughs> postseason history, and they blocked the kick. Basachie not going anywhere. That but was the second team...
0: longest return besides the the, the Super D- Bowl 31 return, Desmond. Yep. Yeah. 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 Holy crap. Yeah, but Rich
1: isn't going wow. anywhere.
0: No. I don't think so either, but I just I, I won't be surprised when we hear calls for for his job, you know, from I mean people are gonna want to I wanna put yeah. this
1: back into perspective. I'm gonna look uh cash NFL twenty twenty three. Spot track pops it up. Spot track? Spot track? I don't know how you say it. <laughs> um oh they got rid of it already they moved it to 2024 dang it um i believe the baltimore ravens are spending 200 million dollars on the offensive side of the ball the packers are spending 40 million dollars on the offensive <laughs> side of the ball in terms of pure what? cash this year this year oh my uh, god. yeah a lot of that came because of you know uh lamar jackson making money but they're doing things like you know adding odell odell beckham junior and stuff like that like oh my god we're still not playing with a full deck guys and it's going to be fun when this unit does have a full deck. We just got to hit on a couple more draft picks. And I'm not saying yeah. that as a homer. I'm a guy who picked against the Packers the last two games that they played. Right? Like, <laughs> it, like I get accused all the time of not actually being a Packers fan, which is dumb. Text sees <laughs> not only my tweets, but what I send in Slack. were freaking <laughs> out during game day. I certainly have emotions yeah. about this team. But, like, yeah. as far as, like, calling it how I see it, like, I try to be halfway rational. Like, this team is going to be good moving forward. I would not be surprised if this team was the favorites in the NFC North next year, even though we only know who four of the starters are on are on the defensive side of the ball. um, We're in a good spot. You should feel good. And I know that sucks to hear after a playoff loss. But, like, again, that was the clear one seed in the NFC. Yep, You can, like, you can barely make money. If you predict a Ravens uh, 49ers Super Bowl and you try to put money on it, right? Like everyone thinks that this is just something that is already, you know, set in stone. And this Packers team almost ruined that plan in a game that they didn't play very well. Right. Be happy. Yeah, that's,
0: that's that's what I keep coming back to is like they didn't play great and they still should have won this game. If, again, any one of five or six different things goes differently.
1: Wasn't there, like, a P.I. early in the game, too, that was, like, kind of I thought the
0: I thought they actually called the P.I. The P.I.'s right, for the most part, in this one. They got the couple on Amber Thomas, the big one to Melton. Uh, I just remember Packers weird... fans
1: were complaining about one where they were, like, he got hit early or something. I think it was Dobbs. I think this comes back to a mm. strong hands thing. Maybe. This is like, the yeah. first quarter. I can't remember.
0: I don't know. I can barely remember back to the first quarter at this point. I feel like this <laughs> this game was such a roller coaster of emotion.
1: Draft season is happening. Coming. Tyler and I started it. I've texted people about film. I will be getting film. I've been put on uh, a week long. Um, what would you call it? Not probation. I've basically been told you have to wait a week. I'm not going to let you you be sad and watch college film immediately after your team lost. So I will be getting it in a week. Um, It's probably for the best. Not going to the Combine this year. Unfortunately, I will be in Cabo. My girlfriend got a free trip to Cabo via her work, and I don't want her to leave me. So I'm going to go go with her on the Cabo trip so she doesn't drop my ass. Um,
0: (laughs) we'll we'll see if i end up making it work this year it's just there's there's a lot going on this year and it may or may not work so tbd but uh we'll we'll certainly keep you posted on that one
1: so yeah get expect uh expect to hear tyler and me pretty regularly on this podcast feed talking about the draft and you know we'll pop in for major temple events and stuff like that too right like what do you if barry gets fired (laughs) <laughs> I will work my contacts and try to figure out what the heck is happening in the defensive coordinator market right now. I've been loosely paying attention to it um, just because I know, like if if Barry laid an egg tonight, right, I think we would be looking for a defensive coordinator and I ramp up everything, right? But I've only been yep. vaguely keeping an eye on like who, what the names are that are being floated around. Um, free agency, a big extension, something like that. We'll talk about it. Um, like if Jordan Love signs a big deal, right? We can analyze it from a thousand different ways, I'm sure, because I think – I don't know what you do. do. Um, I think you – the way I would approach it is, Jordan Love, we will pay you like a star quarterback, but it's going to be on a year-by-year basis because you are very young. And I think that is the most fair way to yeah. do it. And I think Jordan Love with – what is it, like 20 starts under his belt or something like that at this point? Um, probably takes that deal. So I would assume that the Jordan Love deal is going to be structured in a funky way just because mm-hmm. of what he's going to be owed because of how hot he played the second half of the season, but also the fact that he's a 24-year-old, so he's still doing funky stuff like throwing it in trouble coverage in a playoff game when he had three more shots down the field.
0: <laughs> yeah, makes sense. And I mean... As always, it's going to be a fascinating offseason to see what, what this team does, but in particular this year. I mean, I feel like have they've got so many question marks with contracts and things, especially on defense. Um even like I said, you know, the Aaron Jones thing, you know, what they what they do there to to, to keep him around. Um but it's at least just really reassuring to know that we don't have to go looking for a
1: quarterback. Twenty fifth is the uh, pick that the Packers will be picking in. Um, oh, we did it. We got passed by someone in the draft power rankings. Uh, <laughs> we got passed by – so so we have the fifth most draft capital in this mm. upcoming draft. We are behind Because the it dropped down because we yeah, advanced we won, around we won the too playoffs. Much. We yeah. are now 10, 10.2 points of value behind the New York Giants. So we're behind the Cardinals, Commanders, Bears – all those teams have, have you know multiple um, yeah. picks in the first two rounds. The Giants will also have two second-round picks. They get the second-second pick. And then uh, the Green Bay Packers. So we're sitting pretty. We have one, two, three.
0: Five in the first six, 100, four. right?
1: Yeah, we have five in the first 92. And it looks like we have 11 draft picks right now. I don't know if that's counting. I think that is counting the compensatory draft picks. So, yep, There's so a lot of more talent coming down the pike, guys.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot to come, and you know, hopefully, Goody will, will play around with the, those positionings a little bit, and um, you know, we know he hasn't been afraid of trading back, but I don't know. I need this a feels like this One year. of those where,
1: yeah, I need a safety this year. Last yep. year, I was very surprised they spent the first pick on a safety in the seventh round. If you're making me – and I'm going to probably have to watch <laughs> cornerbacks just because yeah. of where the talent in the draft is. If they don't go mm-hmm. tackle, they'll probably go corner just because there's so many of them in this draft. Wide receivers, another position that's um, super heavy at the top of the draft, but like they're not going to pick a wide out. If you're going to make me watch defensive backs for a second year in a row, I, I need you to pick one. So yeah. I'm not doing it again the third year. <laughs> All right. That's what you guys can expect from us. Hopefully no we didn't have any major injury, right? We got Zach Tom, he had a concussion. That's not something that's gonna last until twenty twenty four.
0: Yeah, I think anything that happened today was pretty minor. Quay had a little cramping, Jair had a little ankle thing, he came back. So yeah, I think Tom was the really the only the only thing. So thankfully nothing, you know, nothing like any Bari last week. So at least <sighs> escape without any, you know potentially season-altering issues for 2024 and
1: beyond. So this is the sign-off, the last scheduled, the repack for this season. Go to AcmePackingCompany.com. We get, we're get we going to fill it up with content every day of the week, even That's if there we isn't news. We'll figure something out. <laughs> go there. Click some stuff. Maybe click some ads. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you to click ads, but go do it. And uh, go pack go.
0: Go, pack, go.